0: Hello to all my dear readers and listeners, welcome to the world of The Alchemist Reads. Today's book is very dear and close to my heart, but before I talk about it, let's create a much-needed background for it. As of now, today, May 2020, the whole world is placated into wearing masks and hand gloves, use sanitizers and keep oneself socially distant from others. We all are cooped up inside our homes with the medical staff outside looking like aliens in their PPE suits, all bubbled and wrapped in and out, up and down and everyone else just simply living their lives in the good old hope that normal days would be back again very very soon. And well, not to spoil the mood, I too for one really hope that those old normal happy days will be here again pretty soon. But now. Imagine living such a quarantined, sequestered life all through your childhood all the more when you could see that the whole world is having the time of their life but you on the other hand are insulated from such a glamorous, happy-go-lucky lifestyle. Imagine how hurtful and, and scaring it would have been for a small child in particular. And all this not because you or that small child were grounded in or punished for some unlawful silly thing that you did in your childhood but because of the beliefs held by your family, particularly your parents, who, th- who-, who think that either the aliens up there or the federal agents out there are on the prowl to get you all. Now, such a paranoid, delusional, demented way of thinking and living had always been present and still sadly is in many of the um, underdeveloped and uh, undeveloped developing third world countries. But what was shocking in this book, yes, in this book, in today's book, by Tara Westover, aptly titled, Educated, A Memoir, written in a total of 376 pages and published by Random House on 18th February, 2018, is that such overtly, yes, the shocking thing is, that such overtly religious hillbilly Families who love living on the fringe cut off from the mainstream society are present in huge numbers and are still growing in the most developed nation on the earth, the US of A. And the reason behind such a, such a irrational and schizophrenic beliefs held by such families is simple, in fact, two: fear first and nations second. Fear of losing oneself in the rat race of the world. To eke out one's living and create a home and hearth for one's kith and kin by fighting against this, this cynical, cynical world in all its contests of getting ahead than the other, whether it be in school, college, office, or any other event or walk of life. Yep. People are afraid of such a busy, engrossing life. And nations of not knowing the truth about this world. Its people, their history, culture, and all the beauty and alchemy of nature through science and history. Such fearful people in their fright of not knowing how to fend for themselves or even how to defend themselves end up living in trailers or slums or in countryside ruler farms where no modern thought of university education and industrial civilization could reach them or provide them with the dream of a successful career and jet-set, wheeling, dealing life all due to the gains made by immersing oneself in the commerce culture everywhere around us. And ultimately, it's these same such people who shun knowledge and education imparted by schools and colleges often end up as cannon fodder for politicians or rich money moguls. Or even people with racist and bigoted agendas of their own, dare I say. Simply because such such naive people can be easily brainwashed into becoming partisan and polarized section of society toward one or other perspective of life, culture and history. Well, such a thing is now being witnessed not just in America, but everywhere in the world, in every city and in country, on every continent. People who aren't really in touch with themselves through proper learning and education about a global culture and work ethic are just simply spiraling down into the narrow divisions of xenophobia. Yes, xenophobia and nationalist machismo and and all this mumbo-jumbo thus playing into the hands of the forces that want to keep you divided for their own selfish gains. And similar was the severity Of the patriarchal family atmosphere of Tara's household, where she was never sent to any school, never had any proper academic syllabus homeschooling either. She was never allowed to use any western medicine or doctoral treatment. She wasn't even allowed to gulp down any western fast food or watch any movie or sport or even indulge herself in spending her childhood days with other kids in the neighborhood. Uh Uh-uh, such segregation was implemented due to the fear of a typical Mormon religion, following extremist, ruler, survivalist father in the rustic parts of Clifton, Idaho, USA. Tara, the youngest of the seven children in the house, was given the same treatment as her other six siblings. She was made to do the rough-and-tumble physical work in her father's wrecking yard. And when any one of them got injured, Minded, they were given treatment by their mother, who used herbalism, for God's sake, and, and alternative healing therapies to cure even the most lethal injuries suffered by any one of the children. In fact, the parents themselves, when they got injured, like her mother once did, uh, when she uh, suffered a civil in a car accident, they themselves used herbalism. They never went to any doctor or admitted themselves in a hospital. Imagine living. In such a family. Whoa. Now Tara never got to read an academic textbook. She she never wrote an essay. Or took an exam or even attended a lecture until she was 17 years old. Gee, this is surprising. In today's time. Ultimately she took it upon herself to educate herself. By studying independently to pass the ACT exam and thereby be eligible to get into a university, which she finally did by gaining admission into the reputed Brigham Young University. And then there was no stopping to this firebrand of a girl. In 2008, she graduated with honours and subsequently earned a master's degree from the University of Cambridge at Trinity College. That too as a Gates Cambridge scholar. Now guys, this bit in the book, uh, when I reach uh, reading... Uh, was a bit of a shocker to me because I had never expected this ton of events in her life. Uh, in this book. Uh, I mean, getting sponsored by Bill Gates and all that is just simply wow. And later on, uh, Tara uh, became a visiting fellow at Harvard in 2010. Finally, she earned a doctorate in Intellectual History in 2014 from Trinity College, Cambridge. Wowzy! Hats off to this girl. But more than these bright, inspiring accomplishments of Tara, all by herself minded, this memoir is the story of her fortitude, forbearance, foresight towards her own siblings as well. Cause even though one of her elder brother named Sean thrice assaulted her physically and often abused her verbally, she didn't give up on them. In fact, she tried to provide this wealth of education to whoever among her brothers and sisters were ready to accept it. And here comes one more shocker in the book. In this twisted family saga of one hell of a messed up family that apart from Tara, two other siblings too have managed to get their doctoral degrees. Wowzy! Three PhDs from one such ugly, thuggish, bullying family is just pretty unbelievable. I mean, even trying to have three children achieve doctorates in a conventional household would be a big, big ask. And here, this anti-science, anti-medicine, anti-education family ultimately had such kids who went all the way with their education is indeed motivating. This one single fact shows how tenacious, persevering and ambitious some of the kids in this holy hell of a family had become from within. Truly, this memoir is a coming of age, brutal to the core, heartwarming story of a girl who always believed in herself, in the the liberating power of education, and she never ever gave up in the face of extreme ideology and the trauma of domestic abuse. Wowsy again. You go, girl. Now, talking about the book in a literary fashion. Uh, this book is divided into three parts, written in 40 chapters in total. Now, the title of the chapters are quite revealing in their nature, uh, regarding both the struggle and the audacity of Tara in this hellacious journey of ours. Uh, chapters like Instinct, um, My Feet No Longer Touch Earth, in Part 1 are real gems to be read. Going ahead, chapters like uh, What We Whispered and What We Screamed, A Night Errant, Graduation from Part 2 are moving for sure. And then titles of chapters like The Hand of the Almighty, Sorcery of Physics and the 40th chapter, the final chapter, aptly titled Educated, shows how Tara Westover reached the acme of her pilgrim's progress. Now, overall, this entire memoir is written in a fast-paced narrative style with the typical folksy colloquial words and phrases used often by the people of Idaho anyway. All throughout the book, the seething pain endured by our protagonist is presented in its entirety without without trying to hide or smoothen any untoward fact or incident. That's how viciously honest this book is. One real saving grace of this memoir is that Tara never, ever tries to portray herself as the typical victim Damsel in distress, who needs saving and sympathy from others. Nor does she paint the males of a family in bad villainous light either. Never ever. She only mentions the tribulations heaped on her by the men of a family out of their own convictions about how a woman in this world ought to be, be it within a house or on the street outside. Now, small little instances like um, the fact that uh, she never knew about the Holocaust or even about Martin Luther King Jr. until until she decided herself to delve into history books and read it for herself are, are, are just simply surreal. But once again, here's the main thing, here's the, uh, the thing that highlights the core of the book which is that education, whether imparted or self-gained, is always truly a force of nature. Yes, education is a force of nature. And highly liberating oneself by making one know where he or she has come from and where he or she is going in the future. So, uh, all in all, educated. A memoir is a book that ought to be read It should be a must-read for every girl and woman of this world. For this book will only provide more strength and onus to every lady who has to struggle every prejudice, who who has to fight every prejudice, overcome every obstacle in the world outside to get to a own summit of success. This book is is indeed the true fountainhead of how sheer finesse and flair in one's own focus and approach can be a sure, short thing to gain all the success one has always dreamed about. Through this girl's journey, who is now a woman of 33 years of age, we realize that that it's it's only through proper education that one can become accommodative and tolerant to every other person's point of view in the world out there. Doesn't matter how trivial, biased and narrow that point of view might be and how, yes, how it's only education. That can make us humans prepare institutions, write documents that can help us overcome all the superstitious and surreptitious passions and dogma, thus leading to a healthy, cultured, civilized life in every society. By the way, guys, I just remembered it just popped in my head. Uh, There is a Netflix documentary called Wild Wild Country that shows such uh, typical people and such typical families residing in the U.S. currently. I'll suggest uh, you should watch that Netflix documentary to feel and experience this book in one more novel way. So uh, this was today's podcast. Uh, I hope you must have enjoyed it. And I hope you all get uh, inspired and uh, encouraged by Tara Westover. Go out and buy the book that she has written in such a loving manner, in such a heart touching manner. Educated, a memoir. Do buy it, do read it. So, this was today's podcast. Uh, meet all you guys and a time pretty soon. Okay, the alchemist has left the building.